0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: you will save! will save! clock turned off Calvary. Hall oh, ate the shoot. Call, oh, the runner! Loose ball! It's go! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh my goodness! Morrison, six! It's time for Zags Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh wow! Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Sacre. All I was thinking about is like, how do you know which things to use to wipe?
2: Well, even the Zags. He is Rob Sacre. I'm Jack Ferris. Rob, it's July. It's freaking July, which means it's been about four months, about a quarter of a year since the last Gonzaga basketball game you attended in Las Vegas. Oh, by the way, it was a win against St. Mary's. We haven't had basketball since. And guess <laughs> what, Rob? Guess what? It's July. What? We're still producing Dude, two pods
1: a month or a week. <laughs> two hey, pods a week. We're, we're coming in strong, baby. I, I, I think we're getting even better. We got more. We got more people coming on than ever. Um, we got more guests that we we're gonna surprise people. With. We're just we're just getting to the RP, Jack. I, I, people don't understand.
2: People don't get it. They don't get it, Rob. We got to tell them. No,
1: absolutely, brother.
2: Earlier this week, we had the Meat Man, out of Owens meets Justin Owens. Great interview. Great Zag fan. Want to check that Zag out. Fan. And oh, Huge. by the way a guy maybe you've heard of on this episode by the name of Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace, one of the great basketball storylines of the last 20 years, really. A million different, a million different things going on with this guy. Uh, <laughs> phenomenal interview. Phenomenal interview, great guy. Uh, he's got a new Dude. app he wants to talk about. He had high praise mm-hmm. for you, Rob. I didn't think he was going to no. be
1: complimentary of, of you. Oh, he's my guy, man. I've, I honestly, have, I learned a lot of work ethic from that dude because he just, you could tell he just loves to work. You know, he just, that's where he grew up. That's the, I've been to Queensbridge projects with him.
2: You have, you've been to Queensbridge. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was cool. Yeah, like I see where he's from and like, it's, he's just, he's a, a guy who just loves the work, man. And that he's going to talk about enjoying the work at circuit city, you know, yeah. like, uh, dude, he just has such a big heart and, you know, great teammate, great people are misunderstood. Most, most of the time. Cause you see all the other, you see the, you know, stupid, stupid things people like to post or something, but just a great dude, man. I love that guy.
2: He was phenomenal. Had great things to say about Rob. Had great things to say about the Gonzaga basketball program. Unlike his teammate Chris Kamen, who had, who had not great things to say about the Zags. Hopefully, we'll get Chris back on so he well, can himself.
1: Oh, we're getting Chris and Tim De- D. Francesco. I was Timmy D. We're always going to get. We're going to get those two back on together because they have a little. Few, they have a little feud. They oh, want to handle. Excellent. Oh, we're going to get a little feud. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And what are we? Uh, three, four minutes into the podcast. I'm going to come clean with everybody. I'm going to just get it out in the open. I'm on PEDs, Rob. Performance. Well, at least enhancing you're, not drugs. Performance enhancing you're not playing baseball anymore. Performance-enhancing drugs. Ba- we are on uh, poison oak day eight or ten, I think. There for a point there, there was 35% of my body covered in poison oak, and yes, the worst 35% you could imagine. Uh, I was seeping, I was melting, I was crying. But <laughs> earlier this week, I got on some oral steroids.
1: It's oral steroids? Oral
2: steroids, my friend. <laughs> <Oral.
1: laughs>
2: Prednisone, friend.
1: Oh million. my goodness.
2: So I feel good. I feel great. The itching's gone down. I feel like uh, I'm back to normal just in time for America's B-Day. What are your, what are your plans
1: for America's B-Day? Well, I was just going to say. First and foremost, your traps look bigger. What have you been like? Have you? Is it just the steroids that have been in one week? <laughs> I can see your traps getting bigger.
2: M- maybe the steroids. Maybe that's because the laptop's down a little bit. You're looking up. On okay. Me. Oh, okay. Was, I didn't
1: know. I was like, "Damn, that's what steroids does in a week." Yeah, yeah.
2: I was talking to you and Ron Artest today, so I felt like I needed to make my five foot eleven frame look a little bit bigger. So you're just aimed up, <laughs> and if, clearly okay. it's working
1: clear dude i don't know it's been it's like 57 degrees here right now in spokane
2: i love spokane i love spokane summers <laughs> i hate that about spokane just in the middle of summer out of nowhere you'll get high 50s low 60s clouds It's that's not, yeah, not right it's,
1: no and so tomorrow is supposed to be sunny it's supposed to be sunny today but i'm looking at it like You know what? I don't really know. So, um, yeah, it was Canada's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Canada. (laughs) Happy birthday. Uh, And it's America's birthday on Saturday. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. Let's just enjoy the moment.
2: I imagine you're a fireworks guy. Well, what can you tell me on a a live podcast here?
1: You know what? I have not bought in Fireworks. In the state of Washington or Idaho, in ever now that I think about it. Now Louisiana, I showed them my kids a show. Goddamn, I showed them a show. I gave them a real show. But other than that, I'm not
2: mortars the whole nine hmm. up in the air.
1: Oh, oh, dude, why not? Yeah, you know who has a show is Kipper. Oh, I bet he does. I bet he does. Kipper has a pyro.
0: He's he like, like a, on a staff?
1: real pyro. <laughs> yeah, he goes. He, I think he said he spent 1500 the last time he on fireworks. Oh, I would just think the city.
2: What's, the, what's Kipper City again? Damn it. Osborne. Osborne Os, just has. It's not Oslo. Osborne. Osborne just has a dude on staff year-round. They pay him, yep. I don't know, fifty grand, but his only job is to have a hell of a fireworks show on the 4th of July at New Year's Eve. That's not a bad gig. Not a bad well.
1: Character. Well, you, do, do we have any ads today? Because we have some a fireworks show today. That's what <laughs> <I know. laughs> we don't. Have, we don't have any
2: ads today. Uh, and if I screwed it up, sorry. We'll make it up to you next week. But I'm pretty sure we are we are clear to toss it over to 16 year NBA vets, Meta World Peace. From the
1: corner. What have you been up to, bruh?
0: Shit, man. I just uh, put my app on the beta. I've been doing this app for a while. Finally. It's out. Okay. All right. Talk to me about this app. Yeah,
1: Jack was talking about the app. So you, what is this thing? Shit,
0: man. It's basketball. <laughs> man,
1: it's, uh, okay.
0: Basketball, man. Like, So basically, you can find pickup games anywhere. And then when you play in a pickup game, you want to play with people that's on the app. Because sometimes people go to the court and they like, you know, I don't want to download that. But once they see how it works, they want to download it. Or you can get ratings. Um, you know, I, I can't make people a rating host. So anybody you see, you can rate. Anybody, you you know, maybe you want to rate one of your yeah. friends. The higher your ratings, the more games you play playing, the more games you get invited to, and then the more showcase games you get invited to. So yeah, like, yeah.
2: Can you rate yourself? Can I just give myself no. a one hundred? hundo? Yeah, you can't rate yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh so so guys can rate how you played yeah guys can oh, rate how you played. Shit. I and, feel uh, yeah so
2: is, uh, could that cause some problems if there's a fight let's say and, and somebody gives you a zero that's not warranted you know what i mean like a spike oh, yeah. zero
0: well you go to customer support you go to the inbox his support any problems you know i'll I get the message
2: yeah, you're like, I've, I've gotten 70s and 80s. There's no way I'm getting a zero. How did this guy give me a
0: zero? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's going to happen. Obviously, that's going to happen because even in the league, you see that like Tim Downey, he's cheating, right? And then you got, you yeah. know, so that's always going to happen. Somebody's always going to find a loophole. But, you know, um, it, I, I think it'll be okay, especially locally. Like, if you raise somebody a zero and they're really good, you can still invite them to the game.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, you yeah. can still invite them. You know, and, I can still, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's it called again?
0: Xverse Sports. xvs Sports.
2: And you're still in beta. So are you live, like, in just a couple of cities right now? Just one city?
0: Anybody can download it right now. Okay. Um, the invite code, you know, is uh, 24 to 37 for three. That's Kobe to me for three.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that's Oh, man. <laughs> All right, we'll get – It's we'll amazing, get... though. It's fun.
2: We'll get more into the app in a second. I actually have an app idea I want to pitch to you. I think it's, good. I don't think it's good. I think it's great. And I think, All right, let's do it. I think after this, it. yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be a co signer on it. NBA All Star, NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Circuit City Employee of the Month, Meadow World Peace. Meadow, thanks, thanks for taking the time, man.
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Nice to meet you. Shout out to Sakura, man. Long time no see. We oh, were supposed man. to get together That's in February, then our, our boy passed away. I kind of put a hamper on a lot of things, and then we had the COVID, so finally we just got together, <laughs>
1: together. I know. I feel like everybody's been trying to stop us to do this interview. We've been just <laughs> trying to get it done forever. Man.
2: Meta, man. We, had, we had the nicest suite that Northern Quest Resort and Casino had to offer for you in Spokane, Washington.
0: I was so excited to come out there, too, man. My flight was all ready to go. I know y'all got y'all take care of me. I was so excited, man. Especially Adam Morrison's from out there, huh? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, always, always <laughs> be the same line as Adam Morrison. Always. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Adam
2: invited me for the first time ever on his boat this year, and then COVID. I can't wow. even get on the Morrison boat. You know what I mean? Who knows if I'll get the invite next yeah. year? Who knows? It's some, it's some wow. nice uh, lakes out there, huh? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal lakes phenomenal. Legs. I know, man. I, I love North yeah, America. Great Lakes. North American
1: legs. is great.
2: Now uh, I I'm embarrassed <sighs> to sit here, meta. I'm very embarrassed. I've I'm a 32-year-old man. I've never been to New York. It's a glory yeah. on my resume.
0: I mean, you should I mean, you should probably go, but go to the club if you want, you know, go get some food and see a bunch of people and you know, and a lot of uh, sad Nick fans, you know, so uh, <laughs> Yeah, go to Wall Street. Yeah,
2: I don't know what you yeah. I bring it up because you're such a part of New York basketball history. Yeah. You know, coming up Queensbridge, LaSalle Academy, and then ultimately St. John's. I have to imagine being a basketball superstar in New York City in the mid-90s must have been pretty crazy.
0: Um, it, was, it was very competitive. It was, it was super competitive because even the guys I didn't make it to college or nobody ever heard about, in the summertime, in the parks, straight, uh, talented players, you know, all the time. And I, I play in the parks everywhere. Even right now, I played three games yesterday on, on the app, you know, and just like because I'm used to playing a lot of games, <laughs> you know. And uh, I mean, we had a 9 p.m. game last night, you know, amazing, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., you know. And um, that, you know, that, that, that's New York City right there. And, and, and I want to bring that, that flavor out here because – I'm not in New York City no more. So you're just showing up to these games through your app. Do they know? Well, people, people can invite me. And sometimes if you invite me, um, you know, I'll accept and you'll see it publicly. Or if you put invite only, then only, uh, could get, you know, could come. But most of the times if I accept, you'll see that I'm showing up to a game. It's really. Yesterday we had about 140 people out there, Um all taken from me. Real, so <laughs> they to <gonna> build it. <laughs> it's really dope. It's
1: really dope. Hey, hey. With that being said, when you play in New York,
0: what is the best borough for basketball? I think Brooklyn got the best basketball players. Tell you the truth, I think because because a Brooklyn player, a Brooklyn player is. They, everybody's different, you know. Um, so Brooklyn is a little bit more polished. The Brooklyn basketball player, you know, um, a little bit more skilled and talented. to Tell you the truth, uh, a lot of players from Queens made it. So Mark Jackson, Rafa, myself, but I feel like Brooklyn got the best players. And then um, Uptown, a lot of a lot of flair, all the style comes from Uptown. All 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 the flair and the uh, New York City, you know, uh, handles or whatever. That's all Harlem uptown and then, and then, and then, it <laughs> out, but that doesn't reflect Queens. <laughs> I'm from Queens, you know, so <laughs> it's different. It's, it, it's all, a lot of defense, hard nose, let's bite down. And I, I think, you know, right. in terms of toughness, Queens might have some of the toughest players probably. Um, Yeah. I think Queens might have some of the toughest players.
2: You mentioned growing up on the parks, there were a lot of players who were, had big names, in the community, in high school and beyond, but then just kind of petered out, never made it to the next level. Who were some of those guys?
0: Wow, Uh, some of those, some of the players, Ali Moe, a lot of people heard of Ali Moe, back home legend, he passed away. Um, Mike Chatfield wasn't never a New York City star, but he was a a Queensbridge star. He was just in the wrong situations. um, Really, really talented. Some of the notable names: Kareem Reed, the best-kept secret, was re- really talented. Booger Smith, Sold in the hole, legend. Um, Escalade, R.I.P. Escalade, Mark Jackson, brother, was pretty talented. You had um, Escalade, was amazing. You had Predator, <laughs> Predator was like Predative was like Barkley, but bigger. Predator was Barkley, but bigger and way more muscles, double the size of muscles and more and bounce and a takeoff on your head. This guy was – like, he built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So pretty much everyone on the nice. A1 mixtape tour. Oh, was Predator on the n one yeah. tour?
2: <laughs> I don't nah, – he wasn't? I don't uh, know, but it nah, sounds nah, like it. No,
0: no, no. Predator, Predator was a player not on the n one mixtape tour. Super he, – soccer, soccer, he was like – remember Derek Carrington? Yeah. remember – he was like that, but bigger, more muscles, and, and six seven with a handle. And a bounce on you. Oh. And then I played one guy named Terminator. Terminator was, uh, when I was 19, 20, he, he might have been 40. He would come to the games, um, and when we go to the bench and drink Gatorade, he would drink Valentine Bear and give you 40. What is that? What is Valentine Bear? It's like, it's like Coke 45, but, but more potent.
2: And Coke 45. <laughs> I, Terminator. That's remarkable. That's a 40 I've never even heard of.
0: Yo, all the, all the shots off the glass. Old man. Big belly. <laughs> 40. <laughs> Give it buckets. I got, I got buckets. Give him buckets. Yeah, this guy got out of jail after seven years. I was in Kingdome. Kingdome was like probably the biggest tournament in New York City. They say the rucker, I believe, it was Kingdome. And Kingdome had like 4,000 people outside on the buildings, flooded. And um, this one guy came home after seven years, gave me 57. The Malus came to the game. It's crazy. And nobody ever scored 57 on me. Then the motherfucker got 57 won the game <laughs> off the glass with a bench shot. <laughs> fresh out of jail. How old was he? He was, he was about my age, actually. He was about my he did seven years in prison. He's about my age. I forget his name and I wish I knew his name because he was so talented, but he had like a spray. He was so nice. I brought the Maloose to the game. Everybody got, you know, almost got into a fight. Almost got a little scuffle out there. And um, it was just amazing. The Maloofs just had a great time. <laughs> the the, the King's owners? The Maloof brothers? Yeah, hell yeah. the Malus, my boys, my brothers. They was handing out $100 bills. And people started like, you know, once you hand out a $100 bill, everybody like, I want 100 too. So people started swarming. And we like, yo, get the hell away from the Maloofs. They, only, they didn't even bring out a million dollars. They only got like a thousand cash in their pocket. <laughs> so they was handing out money. And they were drinking Nutcrackers. What are Nutcrackers? Nutcrackers, basically, Kool-Aid with alcohol. And they were drinking Kool Aid in the hood, and they had they had to go to the bathroom. They went to a bathroom in the hood. I'm talking about the, you know, they were just rolling, like you know, crack building. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? But talk, this is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Shout out to the Malus.
1: Oh, it is brothers
0: for life.
2: Let that be a lesson (laughs) to the kids. Uh, At at the end of the uh, day, uh, brothers (laughs) for life. The backboard is free. Use the backboard, right? Is that the biggest thing? No,
0: there? the backboard is free. Use the backboard. No, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid. Of it. <laughs> right, Meta, man, I Y'all back to memories, man.
2: Meta, it, in, in preparing for the interview, I was telling Rob right before you came on, there's a million different things I want to ask you about. You're kind of at the forefront of a lot of big changes in basketball, not just the NBA. One of those is that – you know, over the last 20, 25 years, the AAU team has kind of dominated high school basketball, and you were part of maybe one of the great AAU teams of the mid-'90s.
0: Tell hey, us about that squad. We had a great squad. We had a great squad. I mean, my, my, my high school career was amazing. Like, started out in high school, 27-0, and you know, which is legendary in New York City. And then, you know, you go to uh, with the, with the AAU team, they were 67-1. We lost to Baron Davis, team, only team. But we beat them by 20 in the championship. Which uh, Baron. Baron has a story about that, so maybe it's something you should hit him up and, and just like tweet him and say, "Hey, Meta said he beat y'all in the championships. He definitely Bet. gonna come on your show." <laughs> Bet. Bet. But he was we the only one to beat me. Yeah, definitely, uh, the only team <laughs> to beat us. But well, we had Elton Brand, Lamar Odom, Eric Barkley. We also had um, Reggie Jesse, who was a All City New York, another player, All City New York. Um, we all were seniors at the same time. We went to the NBA at the same time. Um, definitely could have been the only NBA team with me, Elton, and Lamar and Eric Barkley. Like, we didn't even, you know, a couple other, couple other people. Uh, we could have had it. New York should have got us all, man. New York should have been like, hey, we're trying to get y'all back. I don't know what they were thinking. That's yeah. legendary. You could, that, was, that would have been legendary. Was it always St. John's for you coming out of high school? You said what? Was it always St. John's? Not nah, Miami. I was going to Miami. That's, I mean, I visited... Um, Notre Dame, Miami, and Providence at uh, Miami of Ohio. Because um, Wally Zerbiak went to Miami of Ohio and somebody else I knew was coaching there. And then Notre Dame had the architect, my architect degree. I wanted to major architecture. So Notre Dame was – I should have went to Notre Dame because it was the only place that they were they were going to uh, really help me get my architect degree. And like, and they, and they had a program. Uh, and then Miami was, like, second place. So then uh, when it came to Miami and Notre Dame – I kind of was going to go to Miami and then something late happened when I was uh, just talking. I had dinner with um, a few people. It got out in the media and I was like, I'm not going to Miami because too much problems. So I went to St. John's. I literally was going to Miami. St. John's is a late pick. Interesting. You didn't say that in your documentary. Yeah, in the documentary, I did a four hour interview. I I, I just, that was it. And then they put it together. Honestly, I didn't. I, I
2: have time <laughs> Would you Would you I we're, cause we're talking about The Showtime documentary Quiet Storm I, I thought it was I really good one,
0: What'd you it think it? I didn't even want to do a documentary Okay I didn't even want to do it Honestly It was like We, we need you for Two days I said man, I got two hours Get your interview And that's it And they, and they did four man. hours And I left On the clock And they put it together Amazing right Yeah it was, it was pretty good one. It was really good and actually it. It Took me four hours
2: <laughs> now, <laughs> But But yeah mm-hmm. i i hate to bring up uh what could be a painful college memory for you but your sophomore year ohio uh, state ohio
0: state yes elite eight is that is that one that still stings for you yeah that's that's that hurts can we lost i mean when you lose by two points to go mm-hmm. to the final four mm-hmm. come on that hurts mm-hmm. two points man 57 55 i mean good lord just give me three points just give me three points. Go to the – but it was a, a hell of a run. And if we would have got to the Final Four, it would have been the first time since Chris Mullen and those guys. Yeah. So we didn't make it quite as far Damn. as those guys.
2: And you had already Real, seen so – close. You had already seen UConn a couple of times, obviously. And we already seen UConn.
0: That yeah. would have been a tough one, but, but we could still beat them. But UConn, they won it that year. I think they beat us by 20 in the finals for the um, Biggies. Yeah. So they beat us by 20. Uh, and it was a really tough game. Kevin Freeman, Rip Hamilton, um, their point guards. I, I think it was, maybe Khalid Al uh, was the point guard. They, they they had a really good team, man. It was
2: big. Yeah, Rip. I mean, and we hung. And then the next year they beat
0: them in the, the Bayes finals, but that one's thing at least, at least get to the Final Four, you know,
2: man. Does that stick out as like the toughest loss of your basketball career for one game? Man, just one game.
0: That one, that one hurts because we talk about. I, was going, I wanted to win a title in St. John. That's why I went to St. John, you know, New York City. Let's try to win a title. And you talk about when you lose. You know, LeBron goes to Ohio and win a championship for Cleveland, right? So, I mean, that's the difference. You know, LeBron cried when he did that. That was his first title and, and, or, his, or his third title, whatever it is. But he went back to go do that. You see what I'm saying? So, I tried to attempt to, you know, to put on for the city and came up short. That one sting. Michael Red had 20 in that game.
2: Did you, hold did you hold it against he him? Mike was great. Did you
0: hold it against him? He played. Mike is nice. Anyone second round. Any, but he was a – you know, he's a hell of a player, right? Michael mm-hmm. Red is just like – and then Scrooney Penn. Mm-hmm. They had this other big guy I had to guard. He was like, man, I, I had to guard this big center, 6'10". <laughs> yeah, I can do a little bit, but when you're, when you're 6'10", for your whole four quarters, man, it's not that easy. <laughs> How often were you getting centers in college? I got everybody in college. Yeah. Point guard, anybody who needed to be locked up. I was on the (laughs) air. Bro, you were guarding everybody in the league. You
1: were guarding everybody in the league. You were
0: guarding Iverson for a couple games. Yeah, I did some centers. You know, um, definitely. Especially when I was in my prime defensively, I was really quick and really strong. So there was times where I'd be guarding, like, I don't even know, um, maybe Tyrone Hill from the Sixers, and then I got to go guard Iverson. You know, because, (laughs) you know, it was just things like that. It was kind of fun. It was really fun
1: oh man
2: uh speaking of fun you go to the bulls and then was it after your rookie year you look for you look for a side gig during the summer
0: yeah man it was after, it was my rookie year and um i was still dibbling and dabbling and a lot of stuff in the streets that I shouldn't have been dibbling that one until so like i got a job got out of trouble <laughs> i was you know just like doing stupid stuff and um so I, I just wanted to—I wanted to say occupied cause when I first got to Chicago, the first place I went was uh, Robert Taylor Projects. That's one of the toughest projects in Chicago, and I was always in like the ghettos and the hoods and stuff. And uh, you know, doing a little bit too much. And I said, I just—I just need to focus, and I don't want to get in trouble. So um, you know, I said, you know, just, you know, just like just try to do anything to stay out of trouble, man. So I said, let's get a job in Circuit City, and you know, you can't—you can't be dibbling and dabbling in the streets of Circuit City, so. <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> and you actually got a shift in. You showed up. You, did you have like? You. An, did you have an interview? Like, what'd you put on your application? Yeah. Application interview, <laughs> um, everything. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you never, you never should be. Um, I mean, you never too humble to work, man. You're, you're not, you know, never, Amen. You, love, you know, you Amen. I love that. I love that. You know, Amen. people. Some people don't work. You know, work is all right. Man. You get a job. I had a you, job. I was making money, but I had a job. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember what you were making at Circuit City for that one shift? Man, it was it minimum wage, like 375 hours, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> about 375. And, they, and the Bulls came in 325 at 325, too. The Bulls shut it down. The Bulls caught wind of it and shut it down. Well, they didn't shut it down. I mean, I, I didn't think – I'm thinking – I mean, you know, I just didn't think it was going to break that fast, you know. and Literally, like, people was just, you know, metal Peace is working at Circuit City. And I said, all right, all right, we're not doing this. Actually, Jay Krause called me and was like, you, you, you can't work at Circus City. <laughs> yeah, that that, that that. I don't I don't think hey, I'm. Breaking,
2: go ahead, Matt. Jack. I'm not. I don't think I was going to say, Meta. I don't think I'm breaking any news by saying uh, you've got a bit of a reputation as being one of the toughest guards the entire duration you had in the league. I- I'm wondering, did you ever think there was a there was a player or guard tougher than you? Or, or
0: close to your level when you were playing. When I was in my prime, not really, not, not, not really. It was still people that was talented. Like, it was games where T Mac, you know, scored thirty or, or maybe forty. He might have gave me forty once. Not many people did that. Um, but, uh, you know, it was times where then I would, you know, do my thing. You know, fifteen. Sometimes other all stars would have seven or nine or. Zero, and they, I always try to keep people at zero. That was one of my goals. Always mm-hmm. try to keep people. So then if people get five or three, and, you know. And if you was a, if you wasn't an all star, you had no. You, had, you didn't really have a big shot, you know. If you was an all star, you have you have a shot, you know. And then so yeah, I think I think at my prime, my prime was like in and out, you know. It was just like, you know, it was like one really good year, and then like that brawl happened. I was coming in averaging 24, 25. Yeah. The brawl happens, and then, like, um, you know, it was just, like, then the next year I, I was suspended, you know, and then I come back. I'm averaging, uh, I think, 19 when I got back like, to the Indiana paces. That's exactly
2: right. And then right. Um,
0: I requested a trade um, early in the season, and then, you know, got traded to Sacramento. But I was still at 2018 or something like that. Yeah. But it was, yeah. I thought if I stayed in Indiana, that would have been a 24, 25 point year, and then, like, I'm only 23 years old. So, like, you know, after that, it's just like, you know, after, after 23, you know, 24 is going to be another 25, 22 point season, right? So, in Indiana, because I was shooting 20 times, 20, 28 times, whatever I want. So, you know, that's soccer, where you can shoot. So, if I would have stayed in Indiana, my career, the numbers would have been way better. But I was just so self destructive at that time. So, well, I kinda, you, got I ruined it. To, you got to meet the Maloof brothers by requesting. Yeah. Them. Great, great people along the way, man. Along the way, great people. You know, Big, I, I, if I could do it over, I would have stayed either in Chicago or Indiana. Yeah. Just because stability, you know, um, I, wasn't, um, I wasn't stable as a player.
2: Big Nutcracker yeah. fans, the Maloofs. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> but I was going to
1: say, bro, but you learned so much throughout that time when you were off. Yeah. That I think it made you better as a player. Like, I think you made you more disciplined as a player.
0: Yeah, probably. I think, I think my, my, my best season was – well, all my best seasons was the ones I wasn't playing. When I was at the Rockets, um, T-Mac and Shane had my spot. You know, so I, had, I was playing eight minutes a game early. You know, that going to suck sometimes. You don't get your minutes. Sometimes you do. Oh, I so know. So I was 29. Right. And I was like, I don't want to argue because I already – I'm known for arguing, so I said, I'm going to chill out. Then T-Mac gets hurt. You know, I was arguing like two points. Um, so T-Mac gets hurt. And then I'm, and I step in the start the lineup. That's, you know, average Go up to 18, 19, 20, you know. And yep. then in the playoffs, it was up 22. So, and then I go to the Lakers the next year, you know. And then I go to the yeah. Lakers the next year, and then I'm playing with Kobe. I'm in my prime. I can't. I, there's nothing I can do. And, you know, in every game that Kobe didn't play, I averaged average 19 with the Lakers. That was early, you know. So, But in my prime, Nobody. I, was, I, I put myself in bad positions. You know, I put myself in bad positions as an NBA player. But I'm still grateful. I'm very, very grateful. And then- Meta, you mentioned it. I've, and honestly,
2: looking back the last 15 years of the NBA, that was one of my more favorite playoff series when you were on the Rockets going up against Kobe and the Lakers. Did you think in the back of your head that you would cross over to the dark side? I what?
0: didn't want to go to the Lakers. I wanted, yeah. my, so my first choices was when I, I told my agent um, I wanted to go to Detroit first, um, then Indiana, and both those teams passed. And I, was, and, I, and I couldn't demand a lot of money because I was so um, detrimental, right? So teams wasn't offering me the mat. Everything was a minimum. So anybody could afford me. Um, and then it was Greece. I didn't want – if I didn't go to Lakers uh, – I'm sorry, Detroit, end, I wanted to go to Greece because I always wanted to play overseas in my prime because I love overseas basketball. So that didn't happen. Greece didn't think I wanted to go, you know. And then, um, and then I, you know, so then the Lakers called me. Actually, then Houston um, – I would have resigned with Houston, but whatever for whatever reason they didn't want to resign somebody averaging twenty two in the playoffs. Like, all right, <laughs> then, uh, you know. Um, and then uh, the Lakers called at twelve oh one, and then my agent was like, "Yo, Meta Mitch is uh, want to speak to you." I said, "For what?" <laughs> I was at SLS Hotel in a club, and I'm like, "For what?" I, you know <laughs> what the hell he want? And they they want to <laughs> sign you, like. Br- all right, all right, let's do it. <laughs> That's how that worked out. Because and of, then you got to play with the Mamba. Now I played the Mamba, and and no other team wanted me. You know what I'm saying? So I had no options. And the, I, and actually, LeBron called me. And shout out to LeBron, um, one of my well, probably my favorite player ever. And it's a great guy. I promise. And the new Spring Hill hundred million dollar Dale and the Good Father, all that man. That man's amazing. Um, he hit me up. And it was like, hey, somebody said, hey, LeBron, will speak to you. So, you know, he hit me up. He spoke and, um, he, you know, hey, do you want to come to the Cavs? And I, I was afraid to tell him no to this piece. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I, I asked him because, uh, you know, I was really honored. Even though he's younger than me, I was honored to get a call, you know, from LeBron to play on his team. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And um, so, but I don't, I don't want to play LeBron. I don't want to play with Kobe. I don't want to play with any R.I.P. Kobe. I never wanted to play with these guys because I'm like, if you beat them, then it's bigger for the legacy. So, when you know, when um, so I didn't think about the Lakers, I wasn't thinking about the Lakers or LeBron. I want, you know, none none of those type of players, but then um, no teams wanted me, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't go nowhere, so I had to go somewhere. I'm not saying I'm not happy with the Lakers because Jeannie's close, I love Dr. Buss, but I'm saying, in terms of competition as a player, I don't want to play with anyone that I want to (laughs) beat. Um, so that was the story behind, you know, the king, the King James.
2: True or false? Did you really break Michael Jordan's ribs in a pickup game?
0: It was an accident. It was a total accident. <laughs> and, um, what happened was, um, we was playing ball. <laughs> uh, what happened was, um, we was playing ball summertime, and you know, Michael Jordan, my favorite player. When I changed my number to twenty-three in Indiana, it was for Michael Jordan. You know, Michael and Dennis Rodman. I changed my number to ninety-one. All that for these guys. I love Chicago, so. When they said Michael Jordan having an open run, I'm there, right? And, when I, and I, I'm like, yo, I got to respect Michael, but I got to go at his head, you know? Um, because I just respect him so much. So I was denying him, um, and when Michael was cooking, he came back to averaging 25 that year, and he should have been averaging 35. He had to take off three months when I broke his ribs by mistake. So came back averaging 25. A young LeBron James is up in there killing, doing doing really well, um, and he, so Mike was just trying to post me up. Mike was strong. And, you know, he just, I don't think he, I was a young 19-year-old strong boy, you know. And I, and I tried to deny him and move his arm out the way. And I accidentally hit him in the ribs. And, uh, and uh, you know, and um, I don't know which ribs broke, but I, I, got, I got a call the next day that, you know, I broke Michael Jordan's ribs. And then, they, then the next day in the media, Sam Smith says, man, at World Peace, piece. a test and Michael Jordan got into a fight. Right? And then I'm like, come on, I ain't get into a fight with Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't fight Michael Jordan. And people's like, Metal Rollins well, has crazy he fought Michael Jordan and broke his ribs. Not, on, <laughs> what, do you, what do you do in that situation? Do you write like an apology note? I stayed, well, what happened was I stayed home for a couple of days. I was sick. So I stayed home for a couple of days, um, not going to practice, not going to the Bulls. I was just sick inside, right? And then Michael calls my phone, yo. Michael Jordan calls my phone um, <laughs> and says, hey, don't worry about it. Things happen. Um, you know, and I'm like, damn, Mike, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean to do that, man. You know, and he said, don't worry about it, man. Things happen, man. You're a tough player. Just, just keep hanging in there. And then I went back to the gym start started working out again. Right on. Right man,
1: shout, out, shout out to MJ, man. Are you, going, are you heading to the gym right now? You're starting to look a little big over there.
0: Yo, my dude, I'm 280. 6'7, <laughs> 67280.: Shit, I was 307 two months ago.
2: Okay. All what? right. You know, little quarantine weight? Is that what it was? A little quarantine weight?
0: No, I was already going in that direction.
2: <laughs> right <there for> <laughs> <Wait>. Meta, <laughs> yo! Meta, one thing I, I absolutely have to bring up uh, before we talk about your app again. I, listen, as a sub six foot white dude, <laughs> watching yeah. the nba and I, I i think it was like 2008 or 2009 i think you were all on the rockets yeah. i remember your shorts were especially short in an era where it was still basketball <laughs> shorts were still down to the knees at that time and then and you did it and then a couple of other players started doing it now you look around all levels of basketball and they're wearing ron artest shorts they're wearing World <laughs> shorts from late do you, well, do you feel like a trendsetter
0: well, it started out as, um, you know, old school. But because I came in, you know, 99. So 99, I was inspired by the 90s, you know. I wasn't inspired by the 80s, but, you know, you, that, that's my era. You just wear comfortable shorts that fit perfectly. <laughs> but um, I was never yeah. into the baggy shorts. I was never into the baggy shorts. That
1: was your era, though, for sure.
0: Baggy shorts
1: was your era. And one baggy and of shorts that. was
0: our, It was our era. People, I like have seen wore baggy shorts. You know, I just, you know. I, just didn't, I just didn't wear baggy shorts. You stood out. <laughs> You stood out. It was
2: like I don't know if it was intentional, but it you you could always see where you were on the court.
0: Well, you know, like I wanted a size thirty eight. I'm super I'm superstitious. I you know, a lot's going through my mind when I'm playing like in my prime and I'm trying to be focused, right? So I I wear a size thirty eight. Don't give me any other size. Thirty eight. You you bring me a forty, it's gonna to totally ruin my day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep it there. Just and you know, you miss a shot in your forties. You're like, okay, never bring me in them forties again. <laughs> Only thirty eights.
2: <laughs> what were you squeezing into a two hundred seven a couple months ago?
0: Shit. <laughs> or sorry, <it's> <laughs> <of> pajamas. Is it three? Pajamas. Three hundred seven. For Man, but it's oh, getting better now. I'm playing basketball oh, every day. I mean, I'm happy to be two eighty because I was three. I was three hundred seven. So I'm trying to get down to two fifty um hopefully in a couple months i'm just playing basketball every day
2: you spent what one year with rob
0: yeah we had well, we had two years yeah two
1: years, two years. Two years? Yeah. he was my yeah. he was my vet he was my vet and in my last year in the league so meta I, I learned a lot from meta my first year meta said just say what's on your mind always always say what's on your mind never never hold back any shit i
0: remember hey but getting- you know what? know something, to rob like i mean how many years you play in the league four you know what i'm saying and and you, and you always it, 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 you know, the, the league is not easy man people don't understand you know the league yeah. is not easy you you can be really really good and then somebody that get like, just as good as can get a 50 100 million dollar contract and then you want you can be out the league that's how crazy the league is like it is not what people think no, it is not wild. it's hard man it's really hard 400 players man it's not easy, man. So yep. anybody that makes the lead, you know,
1: it's a <laughs> I crazy, tell people all the time, a, man. People don't realize. Yeah, people don't realize it's a, it's a different animal, man. It's a different – because it's the only job that someone's always biting and trying to get your job constantly. All the, where, time. Uh, all the time. Where uh, There is no other pressure like that in most other competitive businesses, you know. Just, someone's always wanting your job every single even day to day whether it comes to practice you know you don't see that in a lot of other businesses
0: and, and you had to go with who dwight and um pow um, roy uh, hibbert yeah <laughs> 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 and you and you, you practice well and you always had a great attitude you always work hard and honestly um people like you is why we should have won I think towards the end of our career, it was, you know, we, everybody know we were super dysfunctional at that time. Not dysfunctional, but there was just so many we things going were, wrong. Dwight, nobody, Dwight just came off back surgery, right? And everybody's like killing Dwight while he, he's not playing well. The guy had a disc removed from his back. And then, you know, Kobe was a, uh, you know, kind of a <coughs> little older. And,
1: yeah, know, no, so that was, Kobe
0: was Kobe. He just, Kobe Kobe, he just couldn't.
1: His mind, was, his mind was 25, but his body was 36 at the time. So it was, it was just a different, you know, it was just – he felt like he could do – he
0: still could yeah, do yeah. a lot
1: of things, but he just couldn't do it consistently like he used to when he – Right, and
0: right, that. right. And then I think that was a transition for him. You know, that was a transition for him. Like, I'm not really able to do what I can do, and, and, and I need to lean on my teams. And you see how LeBron, he's identifying that now. You see how he's like – right. Letting everybody work, and he's still able to average a lot of points because he don't have. He's not running the the floor like on defense and offense full speed like he used to. And I think right. I think that team was a you know unique situation. But I think you added a lot of value. Everybody lo- loved you, man. You added so much value because we wasn't playing was that best. well, and you was working hard and and you was the loudest voice in the on the team, which people don't even understand. Always. You was you was you was the loudest voice on that team, and you was bringing us in because we was dysfunctional. With the exception of, of you, you know, for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why people still love you to this day. Oh, high respect. praise from Meta World Peace, Meta. You yeah, no, definitely, it's true.
2: You mentioned in high school you could guard uh, any position towards the end of your career on the Lakers. Could you guard Rob?
0: For hey, hell, no, hell, no, he knows I'll take his I was a little old. I'm a little, old. hey, we oh, play one on one all the time, you full play court. One-on-one. Yo, we play full we play one on one full court. Yo, we play so oh. much basketball. and <laughs> mean <laughs> one on one full court. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> how how is that
2: even fun? That
0: can't
1: be fun. Oh dude, fun. it would be it every, it, it, we hadn't yeah, exactly. It was just work. It was just work. Not, if we were playing, we were like, hey, let's get it in. Let's just play. Yeah. So we would go full court, one on one. And Ryan Ke- and Ryan Kelly would be in. Ryan and Whoever just – if you scored, you just stayed on, and you go basket to basket, basket to basket, and you just had to prove your wins, baby. And I busted his ass. Now, soccer I, you know, was a
0: lot of games. Soccer could shoot. You know what? Um, but you know why I'm really happy about those times? Because we played, and then y'all would go in the game, and y'all would play well. You know so yeah, no, you y'all, y'all would be ready. Y'all would be ready, you know, when y'all got into the game. You had a lot of good games, you know. So I was really happy that we played, um, and I was able, you know, to at least help y'all. You know, stay ready and that. stay excited, you know? Um, yeah, well, well, the thing is,
1: you can't, you can't simulate basketball condition. Yeah.
0: Like, there's
1: no, unless you play, man. There is no yeah. condition, like, actual playing. And you have to, like, kill yourself because you get bumped, you shoot, and then someone, like, bumps you and you have to run back. You got to go get a rebound. There's so much going on that just running on a treadmill doesn't do shit for you.
0: Yeah, doesn't do anything. It's nothing nothing. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no way, Meta. Before
2: I pitch my app idea to you, uh, tell us one more time about about the uh, the pickup app here, where people can, how people can log on, how people can play with Meta World Peace.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah like just, right now, I mean, go to XVSX Sports uh, on on App Store. It's available. It's gonna pop right up. Uh, it's called Xverse X Sports. You invite me, and I might come. But anywhere in the <laughs> world, anywhere I'm sorry, anywhere in the country and Canada. And um, it's great. You get rated. If you want to be a rater, a you got to ask to become a host, and I'll get the message, and I'll look at your profile and see if you're not going to be harassing people. Okay, um, okay. You can rate people. You can do your own events. A lot of basketball games, you got 101 through 505. We're actually going to add 21 in horse. We're going to add that to the, to, you know, to the app. Um, also, we're going to add two-point competition, all basketball, uh, it, it's a safe app. You know, any, if you're doing a game and you want to add a game, um, anybody in the, inside the building or outside the court, you want them to uh, attend so you know who's there. You know, so we try to have a little bit of security there as much as possible. Um, been working on it for a long time. It's basketball we love basketball, and outdoor hoops is, is good. I think right now until they tell us different. You know, we're playing okay. basketball everywhere. So you know, if you uh, sign up to the app and. Any questions, go to support on the uh, inbox, and, I, and I'll, I'll get your questions answered. Do you have to be a player
2: to rate other players, or can you be like a full-time bystander to rate players? Yeah, you can,
0: you, you gotta, um, you, you gotta, you can be a bystander to rate players, which is better. Um, yeah, you can you yourself. Yeah, do it. Just sign up, and it's good because you'll, you'll be able to get someone exposure that would have never gotten exposure in your, in your area. So definitely um, hit the Become a Host uh, tab. And, uh, I'm gonna get this. Hell yeah! Actually, let me show you real. Quick. If you, if you uh, share your screen, I, if you let me share my screen, I'll show you.
2: Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm kind of a. Okay. So Zoom. No, we're gonna no get it. Hey, we're gonna we'll get the link app. on. We'll no. put the link
0: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get the app. It's fun. Hey, hey, Meta.
1: When this shit all opens up, the borders open up. Let's go play in the Kits Kitsilano Vancouver tournament. Let's
0: do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's I go know, to Vancouver and do. It. I know. Let's play. I I love. You still play a lot?
1: Only with my son. I play one on one with him every day, but not. not, But you know, I still. I'm I'm 255 player. I can still play. Man, that's great
0: shape. I'm ready to play. (laughs) you you gotta. You gotta. Actually, let's do it. Once this ends, let's definitely. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play.
1: Let's play. But hey, Jack, what's that app you got to pitch? All
0: right. Ready, Meta? This is
1: no
2: longer Who's a there? podcast. This is a business meeting. I should put, on a, I should put on a tie for this. <laughs> All right. An app. Let's say you're a single man. An app that you can plug a Bumble, <laughs> Tinder, or hinge, hinge match into, and it's cross-reference, and you can see if she's matched with any of your close friends. Now, say you can only list, like, six, seven friends. And if it's a match, then you can have convos about that girl. Okay. Now the names I'm thinking of are either crossover or double teamed. I would in? say
0: Jack, what the hell is this?
2: Are I, I you would win? say
0: crossover.
2: Crossover. <laughs> I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Maybe I gotta iron it out a little bit more. Yeah, iron it out.
0: But what was that? What was that
1: app? Okay, explain again. Okay, so you can talk about the girl. So okay, you let's can talk say about
0: the girl
2: in a in a city like Los Angeles, San Francisco, like a bigger city where there's a lot of people. Chicago, right. New York, there's you know a million single guys, million single girls, and there's all these matches. And it's somewhere smaller like Spokane, it may not work because you know half the city. <laughs> but if I'm talking to, like, three or four of these girls before, like, all right, I don't want to meet her. But, like, I do want to see, like, you know, if she's had a run-in with one of my guys, that could be a deal-breaker. Or at least I want to get some more information. And then I plug her into my little database that I got with my guys. I plug it into Crossover. And we, I see if they've matched with her. Because other than that, I don't know. And they can – she can do the same with me with her friends.
0: I mean, I think I think right now people are already on Instagram, like doing, you know, <laughs> doing the stalking. <laughs> well, I'm not yeah, they are. So I think it might work.
2: Like, so it's a, a niche. so it's a maybe. You're a maybe. Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flush you, it out. And you, you flush like it out. you don't <laughs> like double team? Do you like crossover?
0: No, flush it out. Flush it out. Okay. I like crossover. Yeah. Double All team right. sounds like a. Um, <laughs> Like site. Of, uh,
1: it does, yeah.
0: it's all in the name. Yeah. You know that,
2: Meta. It's all in yeah, the don't, name. Don't
0: Teams
2: <laughs> are very important.
0: Sounds like a threesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's Meta World Beast Meta. <laughs> we uh, we'd love to see it at a ZAG game at some point.
0: I know, Absolutely. man. I love Gonzaga. It's great, great history. Stock, you know, has great history with Gonzaga, and it's just like, I mean, such a well-respected school. When you think about basketball, you talk about Gonzaga. You talk about discipline, right? Everybody knows Gonzaga, Princeton, Gonzaga, all these <laughs> great schools that was, you know, not getting the highly recruited players, but winning. Um, you know, it's really hard to be a winning program, man. It's not easy. Yeah, so shout out no to doubt, Gonzaga. No doubt. We know about you. No, we doubt.
2: We play in L.A. twice a year, man. That could
1: be you. Yeah. Anytime. I told through. you, anytime you want to get tickets, let me know.
0: No, definitely. Definitely. We Definitely would love to check them out. And, uh, yeah, definitely shout-out to all the kids out there. Hopefully they get a chance to play um, this year for college. I don't know what's going to happen, yes. but hopefully the kids get to play. Amen, man.
1: Hey, well, we appreciate you being on the show, brother. We love you a bunch. And, hey, we'll stay connected. I'll hit you up later.
0: No doubt, man. Great. Thanks for having me on the show, y'all. From the corner, and it's over.
1: Good saga. the slipper still fits. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile